All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to another edition of the Gambit Podcast, where we are primed and ready to go with a crap ton of stuff to talk about. We have Leviathan bug changes. We have um, a new Datacron set. We have the words of Crumb from a stream that he was on for almost two hours. I am Solo Base 15 here with my good friend Zareth. Zareth, are you ready to talk tonight? <laughs> uh yeah man uh there, there's a lot to talk about and i'm actually excited i i haven't listened to the, the crumb interview yet I'll, I'll have to take some time to do that but um excited to hear what your take is and um uh, there, there's all, all of the leviathan discussion the set 10 stuff there's uh there's just just a lot going on guys guys uh, as in you that's not a fat joke i promise <laughs> oh oh what are you saying about me um <laughs> yeah no it, it there there is a whole bunch to talk about it's funny because the update that happened last week wasn't a big update um we actually part of the crumb podcast that we got is or crumb podcast you know uh part of um one of the questions he answered is that meathead is actually working on a huge update post for us um an uh-huh. update post that is supposed to be the bridge between two road aheads to answer a lot of questions that the community has about GL Leia and the raids. And he he mentioned the word cadence. He didn't he didn't go into um, full detail about what he meant by cadence. So I don't know if it means the cadence of the raids, which is the topic he was talking about, or the cadence of um anything to do with Leia because she was also mentioned in there but we uh so last week was this tiny little update and there's so much to talk about in the meantime yeah well uh we, we should try to get crumb on our show sometime I, I bet I bet he'd show up at some point if we talk to him I'll, I'll try to maybe I'll try to hook that up we'll see yeah um I think I can actually contact him as opposed to meat face who won't talk to me so which <laughs> Which is fine. I probably deserve not him not talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Um, yeah. 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 Um, no, that's. Uh, I'll tell you what. So it's exciting, and also not not in like a bad way necessarily. But I'm always like, wow, oh, why can't they be so? Why do they have to be so non-specific? Like he's preparing a big update post about what and when he's yeah. preparing it. Like, how long does it take to prepare something? Just uh, <laughs> spill the beans already. Come well, uh, apparently, apparently it takes a while because Scrum said that he had an hour and a half meeting on Friday about it. So hopefully, uh, hopefully, what I took from that is he, he probably wouldn't tease it unless it was coming this week. If he if they had the meeting about it on Friday, mm. having typed up massive word things, it doesn't always happen in you know thirty minutes. So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt that we're getting it this week. Um, and it makes sense to get it this week because if it's about GLA as well, it makes sense that the GLA requirements come this week. Of course, we've said that for the last three weeks. Maybe this week will be the week. Um, yeah, I. It sounds like it's going to have a lot of information in it mm. uh, because the question that prompted it, the 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 question that got Crum to give this answer, so. Um, some people may know Carthrick. He's he's got a 
massive account. I think it's like 12.8 million. He plays in the top 200 or so commonly. Yeah, of I was in GAC. his group. I think I was in his group yeah. one of the times this week, actually, or this, this uh, season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was, he was on the stream and actually I, I kind of feel bad because we haven't mentioned the stream. Um, so Crum was on the RSG 24 hour stream. They were raising money for cancer. They, uh, the American Cancer Society, which they do for every year, they lifetime they have now totaled over a hundred thousand dollars between for their streams. So they, before we get into more, they actually deserve a lot of credit for that. Um, but moving on, uh, Carthrick asked him about he he brought up that his his guild was kind of in a holding pattern because they announced this new raid. Uh, they weren't quite at the box they want to be at for the old raid, and now everyone's saying, "What the hell do we do?" Um, mm-hmm. And so this is what prompted Crum to talk about the fact that Meathead is preparing this big post and to talk about the upcoming raid and Leia and um, the cadence. And so I think we're going to find out: is it worth investing in the next box or not? So it was, you know, people like Calvin that put out the do not invest in these teams video that <laughs> um, we're going to find out if those videos were true, uh, which is good. We we should know. Honestly, we should know. Uh, well, uh, I, I think that maybe that was a little blunder. I mean, obviously we've, we've said a, a billion times that we're not good at predicting uh, the good and bad decision-making on CG's part as far as business goes, but I just can't imagine they make a lot of money off of people farming for, uh for the raid the the current raid right now like they're like hey right here's an overwhelming list you like you can't actually possibly make a decision on what characters to farm because it's it's just a big list if it was just like five characters i'd be like sure i'll get them all the relic five no worries but (laughs) excuse me bless you oh my gosh sorry missed the mute button by a second (laughs) um but the uh that we, if, if they gave us like five characters, they're like, hey, this is this is gonna be like one of the squads you want to use for the raid. I'd be like, sure. Yeah. But if they're like, here, here's like seventy two characters. I almost said seventy twelve. That was that was a good number. Um, but like, here's like a list of a crazy number of characters to be working on and farming uh, for for this for this raid. I'm like, I guess I'll just wait. And also, yeah. also, my guild is already where we're gonna be. It would take an enormous amount of effort, like uh, too much effort for my guild to get to the next box. And so I think probably a ton of guilds just pumped the brakes. They're like, yeah, I don't need relics on Tuscans. I'm doing fine without them. Um, yeah. Even if they're, even if it would be wise to work on Tuscans for their own reasons or whatever, I, I just have to think that CG's like, oh, hey, why aren't we, uh, why aren't people working on these things anymore? Like, why, where did our raid money co- go? <laughs> yeah, I, well, so I, and I don't know. I, I obviously don't see the numbers. Um, but I do think it was kind of silly because, so you, you kind of a cheat because both of your guilds hit the 265 box. Um, well, two of your three, yeah. I should say. You have you my have third guild. Hey, my, my third guild actually, um, just hit the 130 today. So nice, Yay. nice. Yay, we um, did it. I mean, they, they did it. <laughs> they I, did it. You, you were I, there. <laughs> I contributed almost a million. 
Um, yeah. So the the problem is, so I'm in a guild. Obviously, we, other than Wall One, oh, we were the really? first ones to beat two sixty five. I am in a guild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we were the first ones to get to two sixty five. The other account that I get to play on. Man, can you notice a difference between the 265 box and the 130? Um, you know, if you're not going for R8s or R9s, you're not going to notice a difference, quite frankly. But I, for the past two weeks, have been trying to get Lord Vader up to R9, and it is so slow <laughs> with only getting, to, only getting the 130 box. Because right. what... When you get the 265 box, you are literally getting double the amount of the R9 materials. Double from getting the 265 box compared to 130. And my alts guild, which is a fantastic guild, you and I were actually talking about how good the good guild is earlier today. Um, they pumped the brakes and aren't pushing for 265 when they were on the cusp. They were like 20 million when the announcement came the 20 million they were like 20 million off that's such an when you have 50 members that's such an easy bridge to you know traverse uh even with 48 members because you you need to be able to beat these raids with 48 not 50 um but they pump the brakes and i can't say that they're wrong in pumping the brakes because it makes sense there's a new raid coming down the pipes um but I I noticed like it is a noticeable difference. I haven't done the math. I can't tell you. You know, does it make sense? Do do you get the uh, what you put into it to get there? Um, but my God, like <laughs> even four months. So Halo says in the chat, six months of that stuff is a lot. Six months is if they bring the new raid in three and a half months. It's still like so much resources that are being given up by the community right now. So I, I really hope they put up up a post of what their planned raid cadence is. They need to, because people are going to be scared to invest in the, the new Endor raid if a new thing is just coming out in six months. Um, so oh, we need to know the rules because they're like, yeah, like the characters you use are going to be transformed into abilities and weird right. stuff it, it like made it made some sense i guess on the surface and then it, it just like descended into madness a little like if you try to if you're like okay so here's here's like what what could actually it could actually look like and it's just like it's too much it's too much to wrap your mind around they were too vague and that that's fine that they, they didn't need to i'm glad they gave us more information blah 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 but I, I still they, they need to give us more information before i can actually make any kind of plan to invest it's like Sure. I mean, I would say, hey, we could work on Ewoks, but which Ewoks? And um, also, you know, because it seems like Ewoks would be a no-brainer for that. Um, but, right. but even beyond that, uh, like, okay, Imperial Troopers, but which Troopers? Like, what what ones are going to be good for this raid? And uh, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put a crazy amount of relics on all of them, anyways. I mean, like, my main account is basically just like. Yeah, I have all of them geared. Like, right. you know, at this point, it's not a big deal for my main account, but for my littler accounts, it's a big deal. And trying to trying to plan for that is, is an important aspect. So right now, 
Yeah, like I, I do think it's wise. Like my like I said, my littler guild was is still pushing for for that box for the, yeah. the one one twenty eight or the one thirty, whatever. Um and we got it. That's great. It's gonna help a lot, I think. Um so I, I think that it just depends on which guilds, you know, are what their situations are. Um, but I, my guess is the CG is missing out on a lot of guilds. Just, you know, hey, the, there's still a lot of stuff to work on anyways. Like if I don't have to worry about raid stuff, that's better in some ways. Right. At least it's easier on a on a personal level. Right. Oh, yeah. It, it's it. they're kind of cursed. Right. Um, and and I, we've said this before, so it's kind of like beating an old drum. Um, they're kind of cursed because they can't give too much information on the Endor raid because a lot is going to change between now and then. Like they're they're still in the early stages of it, right? So I I can kind of see the reaction of me after he did the post. Like the road ahead comes out, they announce it, and he's like, Man, guys, we're doing so much better. We're communicating, we're telling them what's coming down the line, and the reaction by the community is screw you, you didn't give us enough information. And I kind of feel bad because they don't have all the information right now. They're still developing the raid. That's why they didn't give us a release date. And so when is it too, they're not giving us enough information? And when is it, you know, kind of, okay, if you're going to say that giving you six months notice, we're not giving you enough information, we'll just give you two months notice screw you you're not going to be able to prep for anything and you won't know what's coming down the pipe like when when are we being too greedy asking for information right well i mean yeah there's they can never give us as much information as we want right right and that's just how that's how it works i mean i i would I would, you know, I, I'd want to sit in on their meetings and know what they discuss. Like, I, I would want, yeah. I would want all the details. I'm like, what, what do people think? I, I mean, honestly, I, I'm just nosy like that. I'm, I'm always like, all right. So, what do the people actually in that company? What did they think about Crumb? Uh, and what do they <laughs> think about, uh, like, the, probably they like him. Um, but, but what do they think about Meatface? You know, what do they all think about their boss? Like, I, I'd be interested to know what their like I'd love that insight to to what goes on with with CG and it's um yeah so it'll never be enough for me I'm I'm like all right so you guys remember that time you guys said you had a five year plan what was that five year plan can you guys show me that <laughs> what's your current five year plan yeah. I guess is it a, is it a five year is it a three year is it a ten year like I I would love I would love to know all that stuff um. Okay, so here's here's a question, real quick. Do you think with all of these fixes to or fi you know additions, changes, whatever to Datacrons, like they're they're making them more accessible, making everything better for for Datacrons from a lot of different levels? Um, do you think they're going to change the user interface anytime soon? No. <laughs> you think that's just going to be broken and stupid for well, years to come? Well, so I, I'm stressing the anytime soon. I don't think that there's going to be a change because I think they probably put a lot of effort into changing the, because before any change happens, there's going to be like a huge analysis and you're going to talk to the economy people and then the dev team and then the community team and all this stuff. So I think sure. them changing what they, the changes that they made for the current Datacron set took a lot of work. And I, I'm extremely happy uh, about the changes that they made. I think they're fantastic. But so I think 
that changes to the UI, while I think they do come eventually, I think they just put a lot of work into this. They're going to spend the next month analyzing the data. Um, so I don't think it's coming soon. That's not to say that I don't think that they won't make changes because actually, so that's one of the things that Crumb was talking about on stream with um, with RSG is they they have noticed that newer players are having challenges interacting with the entire system completely. And when he said newer players, he doesn't mean like, I just started this game, I'm a new player. He meant newer players to Datacrons that weren't interacting that with them before because you have all of this different information coming at you at once. And so he described it as what he called a strike team. Um, apparently they have a couple of these strike teams at CG that are analyzing different areas of the game to see how you can improve those areas. And there's a very specific strike team analyzing Datacrons, which led to some of the changes that we have now. So it wouldn't surprise me if they made these changes and then we see the future changes to help alleviate some of the burden of getting into Datacrons in the future as they it's like okay we have this data now now that we have this data let's move on to the next whatever it is and god i pray it's the ui is the next the next change yeah it's so frustrating like if i want to look at what the cron actually has i have to go to arena oh i know isn't that stupid uh, uh, yeah it's like I've, i'm looking at all the stats i'm like okay that's great but there's there's too much this is too right weird. like i, I can't right. I'm not going to just add them all up in my head, you know. I mean, I could. I just, uh, well, I just want a quick glance at it, though. Like, solve the, solve it for right. me, assholes. Add up the stats for me easily. Is that too much to ask for? Oh, well, I mean, it's apparently, not. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, fix it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> God, yeah, but so we haven't talked about the changes of these data crowns yet because they just happened. Man, they changed a lot with this Datacron set, which probably highlight for people that two things. One, you can the the Datacron store now refreshes every six hours. Um which is magic. Oh my god, it's I did the math on stream. If you have enough shard shop currency, which my main account does, um, and actually my alt account is pretty damn close to by the end of the two-month cycle you can buy 280 million data cash just with shard shop currency. You can buy more shard shop currency or more data cash than you need to level up all 30 data crowns to level nine. Um, oh. that, that's the change that they've made now. Like that is ridiculous. Uh, that's just absurd. I'm so I've, I'm so excited. You, we can basically just live on sector the sector four treasure node, and level up every single data crown we get. Yeah, which means we we're gonna have to sort it more, and we need more user interface. But because <laughs> um, honestly, twenty eight level nine sounds like hell. I'm like, all right, five <laughs> of this characters, and five of this characters, and <laughs> Aesop says hello. Oh, <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's a little sad that you have to use a third party app to try and track your data crons. 
Um, but that's kind of where we're at right now because you have to use something like um, Hotbot has a tool to track your data crons. Our uh, Quig, who was on stream with us, he has a website that has access to uh, the game information, and you can name data crons. But then you have to be on a third you you have to be on a third party site, which is silly. It's just kind of silly to me that you have to use a third-party site to make it work. But that's what CG has told us. The world we live in, God oh, help us all. There's Quig. Oh. Good old Quigbot. Um, Quig himself. But, you you just faced uh, Darth Puppy, didn't you? At GAC. Sorry. Um, <laughs> anyways, the uh, I, I'm... I, I do like these new changes. Um, I, I I think that they're pretty good. The um, yeah. The I'm really interested to see how hard it is for me to track mentally the level one or level three, six, and nines on this one require lower relic levels. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, man, I'm excited. That's going to. Especially now that the this new Datacron set, I I have completely been convinced that this new Datacron set is going to solve all of our problems. Uh, I am so tired of four minute long fights, and everything I've seen from this Datacron set is just so fun, just so fun. And now people get to experience that with R threes, like you get to experience the Jedi stacking offense. At R three, R three, um, I don't know how much offense you have to stack at R three, but if you're fighting people with only R fives, the R threes are, you know, going to stack up enough. And it's I, I am so excited for this data crown set. It seems like a lot of fun. I mean, this this week uh, uh, in GAC, I, I just um, what I realized was the previous weeks. Was I had just too much on offense? I was like, this is stupid. I have five Galactic Legends on defense and I have too much offense. Uh, so I threw Kenobi on defense as well. And um, and that, so no one else could clear, no one could clear me this week. And but I just lived off of off metas. I, I cleared everyone. It, it was kind of a mess sometimes, but um, yeah, like the off meta is, is alive and well right now. And with set 10, we're not losing much of the off meta at all. We're gaining. We're actually, but we're adding some pretty valuable pieces. In we fact, are. The, I, I'll, I'll tell you this: like, I, I won't. I, I don't usually tell people like, yeah, just wail out on this character. I, I, you know, do what you want with your money. Anyways, I, I won't tell you people tell people to do that now either. But what I will say is, if you're going to like just choose a random character to wail out on right now, um, a new one, like Rex seems like a really good choice to yes. me frankly like he's if you want to get the full use out of him he just seems ludicrous right now like uh you know if you're gonna well, spend money on a character that's all my my yeah. advice is him their level uh, rex's level nine you get to you get a free taste of his omicron you don't even need to apply the omicron for the first four months if you get his level nine that you just get it as a part of uh, his level nine which is quite nice it's kind of like the test drive like do i want to apply this omicron is it worth it the answer is probably yes not probably the answer is yes to be honest with you but if you're if you're omicron short 
doesn't matter. Go ahead. Go have fun. Um, and okay. he's fantastic. You know who I am very excited to use? <laughs> Jedi Knight Revan, Jedi Knight Luke. Um, I, I've beat Jedi Master Kenobi like four times with just JKR, JKL. Um, stupid people in arena placing gas makes me lose a couple people because gas, my first fight, gas literally killed Jolie and then Jedi Knight Revan in one attack. You know how like, because gas does a double attack. And he's like, oh, Jolie, congrats. Here's an armor shred. You're dead. By the way, Jedi Knight Revan, you're going to die too because I have a second attack. Screw you. Um, but teams that don't have gas in them, like Jedi Knight Revan and Jedi Knight Luke with the stacking offense is just dis de destructive. It, it is so much fun. And Jedi Knight Luke ramps so damn fast if you have Hoda in the team to apply that foresight. Oh man, I am so excited for that team. I can tell. Yeah, I'm I'm excited too. The foresight, the foresight, uh this is the age of foresight right now is, is what it, it is. is. Ironically, th this uh generation of Jedi's did not have good foresight. So it's kind <laughs> of kind of like anti lore a little bit. It's not lore lore <laughs> accurate, but it's I mean it's fun. I'm just being foolish yeah. here, but but yeah, it's um it's kind of just a fun uh th that that system. I love I love the Qui-Gon team is they're just like, hey, uh like I, because I've I've been I've been thinking I'm like every season now I'm like is this the season I take my really fast uh, mods off of the Qui Gon trio yeah. and and uh, CG was like they they answered it for me for the next four months they were like dude just knock it off like you're not gonna those mods aren't going anywhere those mods are going <laughs> to kill people like yeah. like guns don't kill people those really fast mods kill people um. Because the foresight, like they just start with plus twenty percent offense, just just right. like the the fight starts and they get twenty percent boost to their offense, and then, uh, you know, like Qui Gon dies and Anakin's like, oh, I'll just take that extra twenty percent more, just yep. in case, you know, like it's it's fancy. I'm I'm ex I'm excited for every iteration of it, and actually, it when I when I was making teams for it uh, to make my infographic last night, the thing that I realized was I don't have enough Galactic Republic or Jedi geared up, even on my main account, to be able to account for all the cool teams that you can make, because <laughs> I want to make a Gidme team with the level three that gives bonus protection to start yeah. with. I want to see if that's effective at all, but then I'm like, wait, th that's like, she wants to use R2D2, which he give he hands out. Like he goes well on a Jedi Kenobi team, for instance, to help him ramp because he's Galactic Republic and he hands out. Well, I guess he just hands out some foresight. Um, but but like he he can help with that team. Um you want Ayla on that team usually. And Ayla yep. is like machine gun Ayla. She goes any on any team and she just is yep. like crazy. Um, like you could put her with Sith, it doesn't matter, she's just gonna assist. Um and, but she's like Padme's losing all her members basically like Gidme team uh so I, I actually have Relic Cup now I'm not, <laughs> not I'm not proud to say it <laughs> but, um but yeah but, yeah it, it's I'm interested to see where this all lands you know like I know some people are planning on taking 
um, cat off of Jedi Master Kenobi to add to a, a Ray team, basically, because you don't need her anymore with all the ramping damage on uh, Jedi Master Kenobi with Ayla. Like, what I'm very curious to see where this sits. Um, yeah, or where where it shakes out because you know, a month from now, everyone's gonna run the same exact teams because that's how these datacrons work. Um, but where I'm very curious to see how it all ends. Um, yeah, I'm um. Me too. That like, I my thought is we haven't seen like I I recognize the coolness of the Ala level nine. Uh, it's it's gonna be awesome. Um, uh, some someone's gonna find a way to weaponize it though, and I'll, oh, I'll yeah. just I like like I think it'll be good on a lot of places, and then there'll be one that it's like oh yeah I guess she goes there now. That's yeah, yep. That's that's exactly how that's gonna play out. Um. Which I'm fine with. I I mean yeah. I have an R7 Ayla from the first Ayla Kron. I, I have no problem using her again. Don't don't you wish you could just like reduce her relics to five now? No, I'm just kidding. Um, but but yeah, like she because you only need five for her now. Um, right. Which might just incentivize my main or my alt account to actually. She I think she's been relic four for a long time, and I I, she, <laughs> I can't I can't use her though for for a lot right. of the teams, um, but because because of um, you know I I need the full datacron stats and everything, so yeah, yeah she she's kind of a mess, but yeah I'm I'm excited to see excited to see where it all ends. Also, Chopper does the exact same thing as Ayla, except like she stuns on basic he reduces cooldowns and hands out buffs to droids and yeah. phoenix on basic and i'm like is there some way to to turn that into a really good like sort of droid team that we could could just like delete people with i i'm not i'm not really convinced like grievous wouldn't like it really like he, they cool down enough anyways um but like is sortie suddenly gonna be good are, are we gonna start seeing chopper on like ray teams for some reason i, I don't uh, really know yeah we'll we'll start seeing chopper pop up places especially that since you only need him r5 um we we 100 will see him popping up in random places um yeah <laughs> and yes people are still haven't realized you the levels now for datacrons i don't think it was that clear in the post i know a lot of people that missed it it's one three five instead of three five seven now so yeah. It's yeah, it um, it's a huge deal. I'm threatened to be embittered by this. Like so I, I can't I can't like blame people for not watching my videos or whatever. Um when I, whenever I make a video that says anything about datacrons, I, I just like don't get clicks though. Like they're they're just never really that well, they don't perform that well. And that's fine. People have an aversion to watching stuff about crons, but I'm like, I've talked about this. This is a thing. Um, but but yeah, like it's it's exciting. Like the fact that they're reducing the levels from seven to five is such a big deal because it's not it, like the thing, the example I gave was actually Alem. Like if you had her at Relic three uh, before when she had a good Datacron, you couldn't take her to seven easily. Like that's not just a trivial right. decision. That's like, 
all right, we're going to, we, we need to make sure we're going to get some good use out of her and they're going to get, you know, a lot of, a lot of good use out of this. Yeah. And, and um, now, now uh, like the jump from three to five, it's not completely trivial, but it, it's way easier to go from three to five to three to seven. Uh, it's, it's, it's really nice. Um, It's a, it's a big deal. So um, I'm, I'm excited for it, man. Yeah, it's it is a truly wonderful change, um, and I hope, <laughs> I really hope, uh, people interact with it because it is that good. So please interact with it so they are convinced to keep it. That is, that is my TED talk yeah. for the day. Um, uh, so I really want to try using Ayla on a Star Killer team. Is what I want to try. Yeah, D- just to see what like. I just want to see uh, the game will break from all the assists. <laughs> My goal like, here is to break the game. Like not, not even like that. It'll be like so overpowered. It'll just like on a mechanics level, just right. break, break. I'm like, Oh, we broke it again. Damn it all. <laughs> um, no, it, it probably won't be a big issue at all, but I just, I love the fact that she just goes out and stuns people. And um I, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth replacing like a tank. Like old Ben really is very solid there. Or even yeah, you know, there's a few other Jedi that are really strong. I don't know if she's really belongs there or needed, but it, it just uh, seems fun. Also, Ayla on a Ray team also seems fun, though. I don't know. Uh, Ray is one of the few light side teams that I feel like. Well, yeah, she can have Jedi on her team, but the Jedi kind of don't have to be on her team, and I kind of like the thick Kron for Ray still a little bit yeah i don't know if anything in this set screams right because this set doesn't have health it doesn't have health steal it doesn't have defense like maybe if you're using her on offense but if you're placing her on defense i don't think there's anything about this set that really screams use use the new set on it yeah, well, like, so we've talked about, like, and in the past, there have been some really convincing uh, Ray Jedi teams. Oh, yeah. Uh, honestly, like, there there have been some really good ones, but we don't, we don't need she, them right now. Right. She used to be my um, JMK counter for a while. Um, yeah, yeah, that was a thing. I remember that. Um, me too. And uh, now... Now she just goes with really thick uh, characters and tries to time people out. <laughs> or you're me and you keep her on offense. Um, sure, that too. <laughs> because she's just my only Reva counter. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I I am truly very excited about everything going on with this Datacron set, the changes that they made. Um, I think everything that they've done has been great right now. Um, and I hope, I hope it stays like I, the one, so when I took over my alt, you know, I, I started in K3 because the person that was babysitting the account for a little while, uh, just didn't do GAC apparently. Um, so I started in K3, the account did not belong in K3. I was the account that people complained about. Um, and nobody used Datacrons. Like, there were teams that I faced that could have used Datacrons. Nobody used Datacrons. In the bottom of K2, nobody used Datacrons. 
when you start to get to the the fringe K two K one, you see a lot more Datacrons. But if this helps people in those areas start to use Datacrons, like it'll be such a boon for all of us. Please let these changes stay, please. Yeah, I've I've had so many mixed mixed people uh, mixed results from people talking about like, you know, it's so like I've I've made a made a pretty big effort to talk to people who have said like they hate Datacrons, screw Datacrons, yeah, and I'm like, all right, let's let's try to understand, you know, like as much as I can because I I don't I don't personally feel that way, you know, I I have right. issues, I have specific issues with Datacrons. You know, but but it's not it's not just a nope. I'm not going to engage at all. Of course, of course, I don't have that. Um, the just being who I am. But they, uh, it, it's been interesting talking to people about it. And some people just hate CG. Some people just don't. You know, they resent the extra level of advancement. Some people resent like they just disappear after a while. Um, yeah, you know, there's all all kinds of stuff. But uh, what what the like the biggest theme to me, you know, uh, has been the greater preponderance of people like it uh, the majority of people are just like it they already a, lo- a lot of people already didn't love GAC to start with uh, or PVP or you know like they thought that thought it was okay but they they're they're usually the people who don't like mods either honestly right. um so yeah I, I don't know I'm interested to see just how far CG can push datacrons because it was already pretty complex with modding Honestly, like that's that seems to be that seems to be something that a lot of people struggle with is you know how how to manage their account with mods and make sure that yeah. they have it good. Um, some people just find it totally overwhelming, which I get because there are certain levels of confusion that I have in other parts of my life that I'm like, do we really need to add more complexity to this? You know, does this right. does this really need to be more? The like this is already a headache. Why do we have to do extra for it? Um, and so datacrons i think there's always going to be a faction of people with who just like don't like them who resist sure. it um and, and so i guess the whole point of me saying this is i'm very curious to see long term like in a year if we get as fast forward a year and just see like how does the community feel about it like did the did cg pushing it to the lower levels like did it work are more people engaged at an earlier point in their account I, i'm just i want to see that i, I want to know yeah i do I do wonder if it's going to take a couple months to get that message across. I really wish CG could just put the patch notes in the damn game. Be like every other big game. Like you are you are a big game whether they want to admit that or not. Put the damn patch notes in the game when an update happens. Like is that that difficult to do? They send, they literally send a mail, like email into your inbox every time they update the game. Just put the damn patch notes in there so people know about these changes. Um, because a lot of the people that didn't use Datacrons before aren't even going to notice this. Like somebody legitimately said uh, in one of the chats I'm in, there was a Datacron store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's, uh, that's that's yeah. whatever they should know that honestly. well they should they should i i mean i i completely agree with you that they should but like cg doesn't announce anytime that they make a change uh no. and so 
Like the data crunch store has been around long enough that you should have at least stumbled into it by accident. But it would be very easy to miss something like the changes to the levels of the datacrons if nobody told you. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're totally right on that count. Like, I I agree wholeheartedly. They CG has not done a good job of... I mean, like, they have... I, th I mean, we said this before, too, of, like, they do a terrible job of taking credit for the good things that they do. Like, they right. just, they're just yeah. like, hey, uh, like, in fact, they, they, I think that they take more ownership of bad things than they do of good things sometimes. <laughs> that is probably Cause, true. Because, yeah. like, we have all these memes of people saying, like, say the word CG, like, this isn't working as intended or whatever. And, right. Like, they've said that enough times. And I'm like, well, uh, I, I hesitate to make fun of them for that because that's them actually owning it like i want them to own it right if, if something yeah. breaks i like i don't want to be like Haha, you did the right thing idiot <laughs> how dare you do the right thing right yeah. like I, I want them to own when there's something something not working but at the same time uh, there, there's also a, a memes because they've said it so many times and uh, when, when they fix these bugs it's just like oh yeah you know like a lot of times it's just you know hot fix people don't even notice and they don't they don't toot their own horn they don't they don't say anything about it and um right i don't know like take credit for it man like own that part too yeah just, just communicate with this damn it <laughs> <laughs> right um make it an automated system though like make it so that if you, hey, hey crumb or uh meat face is already typing up this huge awesome post maybe make him change the formatting a little bit but then make it so that when he posts that somehow it mirrors or you just copy paste that into some other thing to have it go into the game distribution as well right well and they clearly have that because they have the in-game emails right that say like the, these characters are now farmable at this node just do that for the whole damn post yeah i don't i don't get why that that of all things is that difficult uh but uh, apparently it is. Uh, I would have never guessed it, but here we are, and apparently it is. Um, yeah, here we are. Um, yeah, uh, but I, I, I want to stay kind of positive because I'm, I'm actually really happy with a lot of the things that they have done sure. in the game recently. Um, I think they, they have... They've made a lot of positive changes. This Crumb interview, I do encourage people to go back and listen to all one hour and 45 minutes of it. Um, uh, maybe I'll make a video on that today. <laughs> that, that seems like an okay thing. Yeah. But I have to listen is. to an hour and 45 before I even start making a video. Damn that, 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 is the, that is part of the problem with it. Yeah. Um, but like he... And when he talks, when he talks about it, um, it it like he general he genuinely sounds excited about a lot of things. It's not like the developer that's like, yeah, we'll do this and then we'll do that. And he's in the Ben Stein voice and he sounds monotone and you know, like mm -hmm. he's genuinely excited about some of these things. Um, I'll say this about this for Crumb: it, in a world where everyone hates CG and CG can go eat a bag of dicks and blah blah blah, CG's disingenuous, CG's this, CG's that. Everyone hates them. 
and and it's like people will not will, will not stop with that and that's like on some level understandable I, I think most people actually still like crumb despite the fact that like everyone <laughs> you know like hates cg yeah, like sure. some crumbs crumbs maintained a good level of like he's good at engaging and you know like being excited and hyping the game like uh he's he's a testament to uh their their company honestly it's uh it's a good thing for for them right i i yes i can i completely agree with you um yeah i yeah. mean and I, even even the times that i'm like damn it all cg like what the hell what like can you just knock this off um I, and it's like crumb telling us the bad news i'm like but i like you crumb right that's send out the likable guy they won't hurt you too bad i swear right um well seriously i feel like that so some of their worst news things they should just have him because sometimes it's easy it's easy for me i'm like oh man you know who's really to blame and, and it's not to blame i'm just have a bad attitude and yeah. like it's meat face obviously <laughs> clearly <laughs> Crum tells uh, me I'm like it's not you, bud. I know it's not you, <laughs> even if it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So one of the other things he talked about, and this is what's going to be in this post, and this makes me happy. It, it's going to make a lot of people mad. I, I can already tell you, it's going to make a lot of people mad. <clears throat> so he was talking about the differences between Jabba and how Leia is going to play, and. How how he described it is Leia is going to be an offensive GL. So I'm sorry, Zareth. Um, get ready for that disappointment. He he basically she's, said she's going to be what? She's going to be she's a GL designed for offense. He was saying that they're trying trying to basically provide some balance between the GLs and Jabba is a very defensive GL. Um, and so. The thought behind Leia is that they're they're kind of designing her kit and have designed her kit with taking her on offense in mind. Um, she is going to destroy basically everything on offense, is what he said. Um, he can't stop me from putting her on defense. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, so and I wonder, I, and I wonder if it's going to be a complicated kit that the AI just doesn't know how to play. Yeah. Like, uh, I wonder that, if that's, that's what it true. means. Um, that, because... That could easily be it, yeah. Right. And the other thing he did say is that they are making her like Jabba in the sense that she's not only going to be good in one game mode. He basically said she's going to control every game mode she plays in, which is good. Yeah, when you're when you're talking about you know, do I want to invest in this? Um, knowing that she's going to be good in the raid and Grand Arena and Territory Wars and TP, she's going to have a hand in everything, which I'm yeah. I'm glad to hear. Rather than you know some of the other GLs like oh. Sith Eternal out there. Is this something I've I've been assuming maybe I shouldn't have, but I've I've been saying that, and people are like. We don't know that they might not, and for, for some reason, I've just had a lot of faith that that CG is going to have her be analogous to Jabba in that regard. Like she, yeah. Jabba, that there are 
there are a million points of uh, that I could be like, yeah, this is why you should farm Java. Like just this right. on its own is an awesome reason to farm Java. But there's like there's like seven or eight awesome reasons. Oh yeah, to do yeah. that. And uh, I've just been assuming like, why would they release a Galactic Legend that? doesn't do something similar I, like i'm curious to know if they're gonna do something similar to smugglers run too like to me that's right. like that's like the one you point all your fingers at at first because that it's, it's so transformative for for people's mods and that that, that whole situation um you, you have to hope that she's gonna have something like that yeah i i hope she does and he did not say something like that um i mean maybe the new post says it but he did say every game mode that she touches she will have a strong hand in um and i think it's easier and this is my speculation not from the interview i think it's easier to do that now that um now that they're only releasing one per year so it's a lot easier to balance gls when you're not releasing two at a time when you when you only release one per year you can make them super op in every game mode because it's it's one GL. You don't have to worry about balancing against the next one. Like if they destroy the other GLs, well, it's the new shiny toy. We don't care. Like it's um, when you had like Sith Eternal and JML, they kind of had to counter each other. Right. And they had to, they had to play well together. So you build a kit with that in mind and maybe it doesn't take territory battles into mind, or maybe it doesn't take a raid into mind or, because you you have to provide the balance between the two because you want people to go after both and you don't want somebody to feel punished if they got one and not the other. When you're only releasing one per year, um, it's a lot easier to make them OP in every game mode because you don't have to worry about somebody saying, oh, I went for the bad one, you know? Right. Well, so, uh, I mean, and you're totally right on that. Um, Well, I'm actually curious... Because this makes me keep thinking of uh, Leviathan, frankly. Uh, maybe <laughs> we should keep talking about uh, Leia for a minute, but I, I would love to talk of a little bit more about Leviathan and its power level because we haven't we haven't really discussed that either. Um, and and it and he it, this is the same thing. Like this is like you know it, you you would think they don't want people to regret farming Leviathan, and he Leviathan is crazy exclusive, tough to get, very difficult. A ship to unlock and you would hope that it's going to be the very top um so i'm not saying it's not i just uh we should talk about that too we should and i'm going to offend herf again i feel like every day i offend herf in our in the gambit uh discord server and he's in chat now so if you're disappointed about having leviathan you're doing something wrong right now like i i don't get it like <laughs> there he is um he beats everything on auto without losing a ship like literally every fight you do you can go into the battle press auto and you don't lose a ship like that if that's not the definition of being an op character like i i don't know what is like if beating every every single fleet on auto without losing a ship is not op can somebody please tell me what the definition of op is because i it, i don't know um i don't know anymore yeah um i i think for me the the biggest concern like the thing that the thing that i um 
so yeah first off it, it is one of the very best fleets in the game um for sure it, it maybe is the best i don't know we i don't think we can definitively answer that yet um all i know is it that, like there's a certain level of just like i, I don't know just Okay, so I, I I had a really rough uh, last round. I mean, I, I ended up clearing my opponent. He couldn't clear me, so that, that was a win. But it, it was, you know, like a 1,700 win. It was like all, an almost 1,600s win, kind of 1,700. Like, like barely that. And the only reason it, it was actually even in the 1,700s at all was my fleets. I, I got a 77, a 76, and a 76. And... Uh, you know, wonderful scores probably won't ever match that again. But the 77 is the no risk profundity goes into Leviathan for you 77. Say no, you say no risk, but I lost it. And I've seen a lot of people lose it this week. Yeah, I, I, I want to see what the data is. And I also want to see how people are approaching it. Because the way I've done it, it's it seems very low risk. And I've done it a lot of times. That being said, I, I'm, I'm willing to, to change my take on it. I just... Um, uh, you know, I, the time the videos that I've seen of people failing it have been they've been like, okay, there's at least one point that you you could kind of point at that there was user error, and um, you know, uh, m maybe maybe it just needs to see maybe I need to see more more data. I mean, I just do need to see more data. So, um, I, I think to me that's but but that being said, I, I think the the strangest arguments I've heard actually. So so yes, I'm a little down on it on defense uh, right now. But I will also say the strangest co comments to me have been like, "Well, then there's no point. Why should we even get Leviathan? Like, I'll just use <laughs> right. Profundity." And I'm like, "Is that like what you logic you use for the new Galactic Legend? Are you like, hey, like, okay, so Supreme Leader Kylo beats everything. I guess I don't need another Galactic Legend." You know, right. like he'll he'll just do everything for right. me. And I, I'm like, those arguments I don't understand. Uh, th those arguments are just people that are looking for ways to complain. Um, I, I I don't get it. Like he's too good on offense. I, but he's not good enough on defense. And so here's the thing. I I also want to know how people define meta defining, right? Because Leviathan just by default leviathan is uh has changed the board right everyone says oh it's such an easy battle bring profundity and you're getting a 77 all those people were placing profundity on defense before um i can honestly say very easily this season i have faced less profundities on defense than i have faced since profundity was released like if and I don't even play, or I do place Leviathan on defense because I was lazy and didn't change anything. Um, but like, so the previous best defensive fleet in the game is no longer getting placed on defense. And people are like, well, Leviathan's not meta defining. That's literally the definition of meta changing is changing the board completely it's literally the definition if you were to go to webster's deck dictionary like that is the definition of what a meta defining team is it is making people completely change how they play so it might be giving up a 77 80 percent of the time right but it is literally made people take profundity on offense um and 
quite frankly, profundity is the scariest fleet on defense for most people. Um, because something goes wrong with your empire counter and there's no easy cleanups to it. <laughs> there just isn't. If you, if your empire counter gets blown up quickly, sorry. Uh, you know, here's three fleets to, to now clear it, clear it out. Like, and that's, that's what I don't understand about a lot of these complaints is like all, every person that I know that sets the triple FU defense kind of has run into one or two matches. Um, uh, one or two matches where they, they just failed. Like they just failed and didn't clear fleet. And it's like, congratulations. Um, I don't know what to tell you. So I, I, I think people, part of the problem is people built up a, uh, a lot of, just kind of a lot a lot of expectations into the new fleets. And we've seen this with every GL that comes through. Um, people build up these expectations before they release, and then they release, and they do amazing things, and they say, yeah, I'm glad you do amazing things, but I want you to do more. And you're kind of like, huh? <laughs> like, okay, sure. Yeah, we'll we'll be able to compete with those expectations, I swear. Right. Uh, yeah, it's um, it, it's just an, it's an interesting situation to say the least. Like they, uh, I, I I think I do think like the 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 argument of like it needs to be meta defining uh, is you know, like it's and they people saying it's not like to to me, I feel like they they didn't get the memo somehow. Like it, it just does it doesn't it doesn't compute with me. Like the. Uh, how is it not meta defining if you have to change everything like to me meta define if it's not meta defining it's like oh hey we released a ship that you don't have to plan anything different for mm -hmm. you know like it, that's it's just like hey this is um there's nothing really that new here you know like we you you can you can kind of just it, it's like when um it's like if you added a, a another like home one ship with with uh with the Raven's Claw or whatever it's called, like that to me, yeah. it's like, hey, that cool, maybe a new flavor of, of ship, but that, that doesn't do anything. Like it doesn't change a single thing. Like I'm just gonna play the way I want. And if I see it on defense, I'll just smash it with something that I have already. No, no, no need to pre-plan. So, uh, you know, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't get that argument at all. There, there's, yeah. been a, there's been a lot of anger about it. And, uh, I can understand. I guess the big thing is I can understand why people would be feel disappointed when you see the new hotness lose with its seventy seven. Um, and, and it's, uh, but it, you're right. It does. It just changes. It changes the dynamics a lot. If you place it on defense, uh, it messes with. Uh, you know, you were saying like they it it makes the the executor holds go up as well because people have to start using a different fleet on executor now. It's uh yeah. It, it changes things. It does. It, it's, you know what, and you know what Leviathan did? Um, Leviathan has made it so I don't have to worry about did my Millennium Falcon assist enough? That's right. what, that is what Leviathan did. Um, it, it, it literally is because profundity, I'm sorry, is the worst mechanics in the game, just like Home 1 was, of you go into a battle and you say, 
dear dear crumb please please let this millennium falcon i was about to say the other words for mf uh just assist like twice just let him assist twice please throughout the entire battle and then you go in the the other team assists like 18 times you assist once and you lose (laughs) the leviathan has completely ended that thank god i am so sick of the will assist meta um Right. Well, I, I was to the point where I just kept bomber a lot of times to uh, so so that I'd be able to kill. I I could just do the the profundity mirror match if I needed to. I I just didn't right. wanna uh, because profundity wasn't super duper reliable anyways. Um, it, you know the mirror in in anything just because of the assist stuff and yeah, like Leviathan seems like it's gonna be way more consistent now. The the interesting thing to me with, with Leviathan too is going to also be uh like part of if i'm going to feel more disappointed about it is how it's going to long-term do in territory battle fleet missions uh just just because i i I know we've talked about it doesn't matter it doesn't matter that much at the same time i i just i get so tired of not being able to solve the damn fleet missions for it like this the fleet problem i guess is what we should say because it's it was a problem in on geonosis as well the the territory battle there like we still can't get there like even with all these crazy new releases and everything like didn't you do the math and you said like if everyone if you maxed out completely your guild which is one of the biggest guilds of the game yeah still need uh, if if they passed all of the combat missions which isn't a guaranteed thing it would still need like 75 million of just ship gp Yes, to make yep. to max out the the Geonosis territory battle, and so yeah. uh, I don't know. I just I get tired of fleets being a thing that they don't they don't pay attention to for territory battle. They're like, yeah, let's just we'll just throw some stuff in. Yeah, just have so and so add some numbers to it. Whatever, man. Well, we, and should we test it? Nah, nah. Well, and quite frankly, the dark side fleets just aren't going to be figured out that well with Leviathan, and it's not because the Leviathan's bad. It's because they force ships on you. So they force non-Sith ships into the lineup. So you lose a bunch of the Leviathan kit or the Mark VI kit. Like the Mark VI can't come in and one-shot anyone because, oh, look, we have a scythe that we have to use. Um, Right. It's dumb. Like, that is dumb to me. Um, Because... Agreed. You can release a new another new dark side capital ship, and that one's not going to be great on that fleet just because here's this stupid ship that you have to use that's not very good for this mission. Thanks, thanks, CG. You really, you really helped us out there. Yeah, big, big boost for us. Thanks, guys. Yeah, it was great. Um, it's it's whatever. I'm not that. That's not like a deal breaker for me necessarily. I just I I also I just I feel bad for. Sometimes, sometimes guilds like lower lower level guilds like that. It would be nice to have to give them another avenue of approach too. They're like, you're like, oh well, oh, yeah. I mean, like yeah, if you guys if you guys really want more stars or whatever, like it would be nice to just you know here you you guys can do right. this to succeed. You know, if you want to be overachievers, do it. And and now it it just doesn't give people the I don't know the incentive for it as much. Um, I mean the incentive is everywhere else in the game, I guess, but it's right. um. Well, it's just, it's a very demotivating 
thing. And that's not, when you're a game developer, you shouldn't be looking for things that demotivate people. Like there's, there's a difference between frustration mechanics that's built to try and get somebody to spend. I completely understand them. This is a free to play game. You're going to have those, uh, all, all of them do. Like I get that. That's one sort of, you know, frustration mechanic, but you don't want the frustration mechanic that no matter how much you spend, it's not going to be enough because that does demotivate people from trying and you should never be trying to demotivate people from playing your game. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, Overall, I I think I think I'm okay with Leviathan. Frankly, I don't I don't really have any I, big big issues. So it is it's made my life easier. So I am I will defend it until the day it dies because at the end of the day I have not had to actually play a fleet arena battle since they fixed it. Go in, hit auto. The nice. most annoying part, you know, you, you know what the most annoying part about the Leviathan is. Um, for the auto, you don't want the final two slots filled, and I have to unselect them every damn time I go into arena. Fix that, CG. God damn it! Don't auto fill the entire fleet. <laughs> damn it all, CG. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. It'd be nice to just have that be a. No, I don't want to use it. Damn it. Right. All. Um, all right. But yeah, I my fleet has not left the top five. My Leviathan has not left the top five in arena. Now, granted, that's not saying much because I've said it before, my fleet is not the most active of fleets, but I only have to do one battle per day and it's on full auto. And yes, it, it is a seven-star thing. I know people have five stars and it's not the same at five stars. Um, but I can, I can full auto and that's that just makes my life so much better just just quality of life for me is right there um i can't ignore it i don't think you should really so right um yeah uh what on a different page i was looking up my guild gp so when when we're talking about how on light side geo we're 75 million fleet gp away if everybody is perfect on the combat missions my guild gp is 582 million right now with 235 ship gp and we're still 75 million ship gp away from that final star <laughs> uh, man. that's just absurd yeah yeah uh all right um let's see Oh, so one of the things we're in hell day right now. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and one of the things Crum talked about in his interview is actually conquest. He talked about those strike teams that I mentioned earlier. One of them is looking in conquest because Crum, you know, Crum does actually play the game. Uh, he may not be a super competitive player like a lot of the people that listen to this podcast, but he does play the game. And even he said, you know, we get to the third edition of this of this conquest, and but you know, in the cycle, and it's boring to me too. <laughs> like, uh, so they they are looking for ways to 
keep Conquest fresh. And he recognizes a lot of the complaints that they have. Um, in fact, nice. yeah. In fact, talking about PvP changes, one of the things he said is, don't expect a new PvP game mode um, because the... Not, and he stressed new, not not changes to the old, because he said that changes to the old will come. But he was like, uh, you know, we we can't add a new game mode. We, uh, because that's just going to take up more time. We can't do that. So it, it was interesting. At least it sounds like from the way that they've been talking, they are concerned about our time in game a lot more now. Um which is nice. I, I'm glad to at least hear them acknowledging it. Well, it, it sounds too like uh, this is the same interview, right? Where he talked about the um, that they're they're addressing the the squish. Yes. Oh yeah. So that that's on the list too. So here's here's nice. the thing. Um, he does talk about how they're addressing the squish. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't believe it <laughs> i i just don't he i he talks about how meathead has been championing championing um changes to it which i do actually believe the way that he described it i do believe that part of it but he's like he also said in there this is kind of the algorithm working as the algorithm works and it you know, it's how how the equation was built originally. That that was his quote, and now they're trying to figure out how to maintain it because they agree that Kyber shouldn't drop down to five people. But here's the thing: this squish has been going on. It started around September of last year. It has been going on for twelve months. You don't look into a problem for twelve months. You yeah. just don't. It, like you just that's not something you look into without trying any fixes to it um without addressing it without doing it yeah right. like, oh and it's so discouraging it's like do they seriously just not care at all about this and i i mean uh, apparently the answer is yes they, they just don't um because they they can say that they're looking into it and i do believe because crumb or not crumb me Meat gets the most brunt, like gets the most flack from the squish. He does. So I fully believe he's bringing it up to the dev team. I don't believe for a second that they're doing anything. I just don't. I, I think, I think the, the complaints are falling on deaf ears because if they wanted to make a change, if they truly said, huh, Kuiper one should not, be one fifth of what it was when we started they can just add the people back into kyber one like they could have just said ah we're gonna throw two thousand people back in and even if we don't have the equation fixed we've kind of you know fixed right. the problem um so and they didn't do that they didn't do that because i don't think they actually care um so I, I don't believe that there there's going to be a fix to the squish soon. I hope I'm wrong. I hope next month they say, ha ha, we figured it out. I don't, I don't believe that will happen in a second. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. But um, 
I don't know. I, I guess it's just a weird thing. Like that, this is you, you'd think that they would pay a lot of atten- attention to the players' crystal economy. To me, that that's that's like where like what what a lot of it should begin is like they should be paying attention to to that aspect of things a little yeah. bit at least. And to me, it, it seems like they like this this is like 900 crystals a month for people going moving from kyber one to kyber two like this is it's not it's not like just a a really trivial insignificant amount yeah that there were somebody that finished like that was in the top 10 last or this season not even last season i guess we could still call it this season that went oh and three and fell out of kyber one or Top 110. Uh, the top 110 and fell to Kyber 2 because of one 0 and 3 week. Like, that is stupid. I'm sorry. That That's not we're looking into the problem. That's that's just a dumb mechanic. Yep. Uh, but we've, we've talked about that many, many times before. Um, I just, I, I don't he talked about it. I don't believe it. I don't. When when we see a change, that that is the day that I believe that they're actually looking into it. Yeah, maybe they'll fix it. Who knows? I, I, I guess we've all. Uh, I feel like the community has, in some ways, just kind of moved on. Like, all right, well, tell me when it's fixed, assholes. Right. Right. Um. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Ta- Trouble on demand says he went camping for a week and fell from four hundredth to Kyber two. I oh I fully believe that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yep. Um. God. Well done, CG. Um. Uh, my, right. my my guess is that if they ever fit, decide to revamp. Uh, GAC, that's when they'll try to address the squish and not beforehand. Unless right. unless it's just like someone just is like, oh yeah, you just uh, do this thing real quick, fix it. But, but yeah, I, d- I doubt it's that. So, uh, right, I, I don't, I doubt it as well. Um, all right, so the last, the last, well, there's two more interesting things from this interview that we can talk about. One is he acknowledged that the raid is run too often. Um, Nice. I would expect that to change. He didn't say if it's going to change with the crate raid or if it's just going to change with the new Endor raid, but I would expect that specifically to change. Um, Hopefully sooner than the Endor raid, but if we have to wait until November, at least we're not that far away. Um, the other thing he talked about was they are working on a PC client for the game, so you don't have to use BlueStacks. Um, oh, they are. Someone had mentioned that in our in our uh, questions, and I, yeah, I was a little skeptical, but interesting. Yeah, that's really they, interesting. They are, but he said it is much more difficult than people expect. Um, so that it sounds like they have actually tested it out and it was buggy more than a normal uh cg release so that they are actively working on it he gave no timeline he gave no 
you know, guarantee it's going to happen anytime soon. But he's he did say they are actively working on that. That's pretty interesting, actually. Um, of course, it's more difficult than we would believe. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I know nothing about it, so I can imagine it being different because it's two different platforms. Um, oh, I, I swear, like I, I've had, I've had the occasion to work a lot of different jobs. Some of them really tough, some of them less tough. Um, I, none, none of them are as easy as other people who are around those jobs seem to think they are, though. Yeah. You know, people are like, oh, my gosh, do you see that guy? Just that'd be such a cool job. He just sits around all day, literally just sits around. And it's like, well, I actually did that job. And there is a whole lot that goes into it. Maybe right. that maybe that guy doesn't know what he's doing. Maybe he is. He's sitting around all day. But <laughs> but like that, that job, that job is way more complex than it looks. I mean, even just like being like a cashier, you have to memorize so many different things. Like it's it's way more complex. I'm not saying that it's necessarily all that difficult, but like, right. But just the idea that someone's job is easy means that someone doesn't know that much about that person's job necessarily so um oh yeah that that being said i'm interested and you know i believe that it's going to be complex i hope that it's not like seven years in the making complex (laughs) well i mean it kind of has been seven years in the making i mean i guess (laughs) i guess yeah but um but yeah no i i agree it was it was interesting to hear him um talk about you know talk about it because like i said it sounded like the way he was talking about it it sounded like they not only was it like a discussion um it sounds like they actually tested some stuff and it just didn't work which tells me that they're like more than actively working on it you know it's in their plans um that, that's the thing they're actually testing they right, right. <laughs> um yeah <laughs> they're 100 of their testing of resources go to that <laughs> <laughs> yeah god <laughs> um yeah so th- that was everything from the interview it was it was a really interesting interview so i i encourage everybody to go to the rsg channel and watch it um i will also say it was for the american cancer society and like i said at the beginning they have raised over a hundred thousand dollars now over the last six years. Um, and I think their Tiltify is still active, so it's a fantastic charity. So keep that in mind. And thank you to RSG for doing that. And Gom actually did the Wednesday dance, by the way, like from the show Wednesday. Um, I do encourage everyone to go back to the stream and watch that as well because it was, I, I think the word we can use was is magical. Um, Gom was there? I didn't know that. Yeah, Gom, Gom, because Gom does a dance. Like, if you raise X amount of dollars, he'll do the dance on stream every year, and so this year it was the Wednesday dance. Um, nice. It, it was, it was, <laughs> he practiced. Like, you could tell he actually practiced the dance. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I miss that guy. He's a yeah. good people. Um, uh, all right. So let's let's see. We've talked about the Datacrons. We talked about Leviathan. We talked about Crumb's RSG stream. Oh, we have podcast questions. Um, oh, yeah. Why don't we we can get into some of those. Uh, all right. Let's see. 
Okay, this is this is an interesting one. Um, so in GAC, I seem to regularly face accounts that are two or three million higher GP than I am. Would Datacrons reduce that gap enough to give a chance of winning, or should I continue to rely on the hope that they don't turn up system? To be frank, the thought of yet another grind doesn't appeal, let alone having the squads to the right relic levels. But uh, what do you think it, for? So there's a whole new class of people that are going to be able to use Datacrons um, because of the relic level changes. And these are the people that are regularly facing the big accounts that fell down to K2, K3, K4 right. uh, that are much bigger to them. Um, would you advise farming these Datacrons now, even if it's annoying to have another grind to give them a better chance to beat these accounts. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I, I think that that's, I, I don't know. I think so. I mean, I've, I've experimented with this a lot with my middle account, my professor X account. And, you know, I, I'm to the point where it's like, if I didn't have data crons, I'd, I'd probably plummet out of Kyber two. Um, you know, like a lot of, it opens the doors for a lot of really fun counters. And I guess to me, maybe it's a big hassle. Honestly, for a lot of people, I could understand why people wouldn't want to do it that often. Um, or, you know, like wouldn't want to chase Datacrons. To me, I, I really, obviously I just, I love GAC anyways. And doing all the weird off meta stuff and using the latest cool stuff. Like to me, that's the draw for it. And Honestly, like I, I haven't, I haven't been really at risk of falling out of Kyber two, even with the squish happening, even facing some of these really crazy accounts that are way, way bigger uh, and stronger. It, it's just, um, you know, I, I think this week I had two different people message me and like, how the hell did you clear me? <laughs> you know, I'm like, well, I mean, <laughs> I guess you can watch if you want. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think. When you are in a roster size advantage and you're going up against people that don't necessarily have the greatest motivation to play, but will play when they, they sense an easy win. So you see a lot of these accounts where like, sure. if it's a challenge, they don't try, but when they, they can sense a win, they go for it. Um, yeah. You adding Datacrons on it, quite frankly, even if you just add Datacrons to your offensive teams, a lot of times the mechanics on the datacrons will help bridge the gap to your mod or relic difference and let you kill the, their teams on offense. Where normally in the past you would say, all right, he has R9, I can't compete with that. Like, even if you only use the datacrons on offense and it could let you clear them and then they're going to look and say, oh crap, he cleared me. This is going to be more work than I want to put in. Um so, I, you know, because I hate to say this, but if I look at a defense that's R5 and it do, it has like a level three Datacron and it's an R5 character, I'm like, that's, that's an easy team. But on offense, you can make that R5 and level three or at level five, date, six mm -hmm. Datacron really, really put it to good use. Oh, you're totally right on that. Um, yeah, I, I think... Yeah, uh, so like playing the game, 
I, I mean, obviously, I, I've said it before. I, I, I hate the the matchups sometimes where it's just like, why am I getting paired with this guy? Because if he decides to try, I lose. Like that to me, that's right. that's the worst feeling of like, where's he? Is he gonna attack? Will he actually do it? Will he remember to? And like, I, I, I hate that feeling of like feeling at their mercy. But at the same time, um, uh, you know, if if they could get rid of that, I would even still i think it also just gives you a lot of practice against some of these big awesome guilds that are big awesome accounts that eventually you're gonna have to do these counters anyways on on some level anyways like i i guess be having the opportunity like on, on my little account i had to kill a java team um with i have no i have no preparation for for java on, on that account at all and uh so what i i ended up just using cls but that was only because i like paid attention and you know heard everyone else talking about how yeah you could use cls there and i ended up beating that beating that team pretty easily um i don't know the, the off meta to me is is why gac is so fun and i don't know you, you can you can get a lot of joy out of it you can learn yeah. a lot just uh I'll, I'll go in circles talking about it i'll, I'll still stop but um <laughs> yeah I, I really enjoy it highly yeah. recommended it, it for sure for sure um so i think it's a resounding yes that the the data crons will help reduce the gap even I, and i will they say do. with with the changes to the store it can be less of a grind like you don't need 30 data crons um you you just don't it, it would it's nice it certainly wouldn't hurt um but you don't you don't need 30 data crons you you only need a couple for very specific teams sometimes. Um, so that, and with the changes to the store, you, you can get those from the store or for minimal grinding if you don't want to grind. Um, right. Uh, next question about Datacrons. Who would have guessed? Uh, oh, hey. <laughs> The, the dismantle rate was different this week for the expiring set eight datacrons and players got more materials and less cash. Do you expect that's intentional change to the economy to pair with the shipment change? Or do you think somebody forgot to flip a switch? What do you think? I, I think it was intentional. I, I think they want people interacting. They want more people interacting with datacrons. And the easiest way to do that is to give people more materials. Um, this this change is just a, a remarkable. I love everything about it. The the dismantle uh, change has been crazy. The fatal just said it in chat, but yeah. um, it it has just been. It's like really, I like I my biggest bottleneck, honestly. Be so data cache has always been a bottleneck for me, but then the other biggest one has been um has been the the medium level materials whatever yeah. they're called yep. um the mark two i guess and now i i think i have enough but now actually i, I don't think i need any more like they, <laughs> they almost gave me too many of them um the, the, they they did give us quite the crap ton amount yeah um yeah i i think these changes are great i think they were very intentional and i think they are to get people to interact with the system um yeah. And I'm not going, I'm not going to argue with them. That's, that's for damn sure. Yeah. this It's been a very good change. Yeah. Um, 
let's talk. Hold on, fingers. Let's talk about Lord Vader Reva Mall 9th 7th squad. It's ridiculously strong, and some guy's been setting it in squadron. I can't seem to beat it. Uh, I time out every time, and GG has it at an 80% hold rate. So what's funny is <laughs> the 7th being in the squad is actually the weaker team. 5th fifth, fifth brother is much better in 7th. I don't know why everybody keeps setting 7th. Um, I've had this team in arena for since the dot cron came out with Lord Vader um, and tested it thoroughly. Fifth is better. It is also very beatable. Um, it's I have, I've now beaten it three times to GAC in like the span of three days. It is very easy with Kylo armor, Daka zombie. And who was the. Hi, Supreme leader Kyle. Oh, what? Yeah. It's armor. Armor and Watt, Daka and Zombie, and it is it plays exactly like a normal Supreme Leader Kylo fight. Um Marin, are there no non-Kylo counters? Not really, not in GAC. In TW, Dad Bod Boba just wrecks it, just destroys it to its face. Um but in GAC, there's probably not a lot of non non-mirror or non-Supreme Leader Kylo counters. Yeah, that makes sense. What's that? Yeah. I know I know you faced it last night and it it, it went well. Um have you have you one shot it without a GL? Yeah, I, I used I used that that was the exact comp that I, I beat a couple fights ago, actually. Yeah. Someone someone put it on defense and I one shot it with with bounty hunters. Um which is why it was such a shock when uh, like that they really set the tone for the rest of the the match of, of just like <laughs> how, how do you kill if you put six galactic legends down and then bam is just like no no it's fine maul you like you can have all your turns and then i'll go like he right. just deferred to maul which i've never seen um but, but before that the other time that i faced it i was it was just easy like i, I just walked through um he's easy peasy really um Maybe not easy peasy, but like in a season marked with a bunch of Lord Vader cleanups for me, like this is, I I, I bet I one shot like two Lord Vaders <laughs> at, at best this season. Um, and and yeah. most, mostly they were on defense against me. Uh, I, I would say that was probably the easiest comp that I've faced actually um, is uh, not, not to rub, rub it in anyone's face or whatever. Maybe I just got good RNG, but like I, uh, I did one shot and it felt, it felt fairly good and it was against a really strong uh data cron and everything like it wasn't just like a, a gimme like hey he's relic seven let's get him it's a, it was like yeah this is tough uh you just you shoot you shoot reva first because you don't have to kill her three times right um, and then and then after that you just kind of have to figure out you know like you, you want to kill maul pretty, pretty quick yeah blah 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 but um well that that's that's the funny of why it's so easy in um territory wars if you have the dad bod omicron because it is just like instant contract basically with dad bod that's that's the nice thing uh and then mando just one shots reva and the entire team collapses because the quite frankly the inquisitors aren't built to be on a lord vader team like they have synergy but that's that's not the team that they're supposed to be on so the second you take reva out and you can target everybody the team just collapses in like five seconds. 
Um, nice. I know, and I know why people are setting it, and I, I'll be honest with you, I'm actually kind of shocked that it took this long for people to set it. Like, I, I've been expecting to see this since the dot run, and we never did. Yeah, I agree. I, I've been surprised to see it. It's been the the all the rage, and then people right. can't clear me. I'm like, I bet you would have preferred to have a Riva Inquisition team available to well, you. Well, that's that's what that's the part that I don't understand. Like, it's been set on me a couple t- times, and every time people set it on me, they then didn't clear me. Yeah, I, it's just just the new hotness, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know, like. We all we can say is thank you. Like we've we've had this Correct. before of, of like, hey, you'd split up your Darth Revan team. Thank God, this is such an awesome three v three season. Yeah, you made one fight more difficult for me. You made everything else so much easier. Thank you. Right. Yeah. This is this is wonderful. But thanks, guys. Um. Yeah. So to to me, it's just uh, it's one of those things, and may maybe it's good in territory wars that happens sometimes i guess is all i'm saying is if it's good in territory wars which i'm not saying it is uh but if it is that doesn't necessarily mean it's good in gac because different omicrons all all that stuff so well it it is 100 worse in territory wars um nice like (laughs) easily worse in territory wars and yet people said it people still said it um because why not? Why not kill two teams? Uh, Clash would be so proud. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is very Clash esque. It is. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. Next question is: With all the off meta counters, does this really kill defense to the point where next season's going to be more about efficiency? I I don't think so. I. <laughs> I mean, all all we have to do is kind of go back to where we were, uh, like when I when I had like a bad week and I intentionally lost a game or a match after that. Um, and, and you know I was in like the three hundreds, and I had been saying things like, "Man, I bet my defenses would hold a lot better once we uh, if I, if I just dropped a little bit, you know, and I'm against less skilled players." And once I got to that point, not that the people at that level are less skilled. I mean, they are less skilled though. Like they, the people at the, at, like in the one hundreds, a lot of times, like they're insane. They're crazy. A lot of times the account, like I faced bit, as big accounts at, at that level as I do at, at the very top. Um, the, the difference is the level of engagement and the people who like, they don't, they just don't care as much, I guess, to look up yeah. all the counters and stuff. And uh, like, so I, I placed my the, my same defense. I didn't change anything, and just no one cleared me. It wasn't it wasn't that close. Like I, I just I had a week of I was like, oh my gosh, this is just just like I just go through and do the same thing and beat people every time because no one's no one's really prepared for this. Um, and I guess my point being, uh, like it's not. I, I think defenses are still very relevant. Like just just because some people are paying attention to the data crons doesn't mean that everyone does, even in Kyber One. I don't think it's going to sure there'll be some efficiency matches but I I don't know the off meta has been strong this season very strong yeah. and no one cleared my 6GL defense and I cleared them every time so I I don't know don't just say I, I think defenses are still very relevant that's what I think yeah I'll, I'll be honest even this season I I even I have been setting 4GLs on defense all season um 
Nice. And I've never not cleared. <laughs> like all season. Um I do think though, I do think that especially with the new set, I, I'll be honest with you, set eight wasn't that great. Like I had a couple of high flyers in it, but Oh, set yeah. eight in general was not all that great. I think set 10 is better than set eight. I do think that if you're not comfortable with off meta counters, you are going to be playing efficiency because sure. I, you know, I Java is much easier to kill right now. Um, which I'm really curious to see if next 5v5 Java starts getting taken on offense by a lot of people. Um, yeah, he's like the one that I'm thinking like, man, maybe I will. Maybe I will be changing that uh, specific thing up. Yeah, uh, I, I am really curious to see if he, he starts coming on offense. Um, you know, 3v3 is kind of its own beast in that it's always been a little bit more uh, more efficiency than 5v5 because there's less off-meta counters. So maybe in that sense, five. It, there's this season's going to be a little more efficiency, but that'll change once people figure out off meta counters if they're there. Like I'm, I'm convinced Jedi Knight Cal is going to. We're gonna find something for Jedi Knight Cal. I know he was around last time too, for three v three, but mm-hmm. or at least for part of three v three, but now he has Jedi Datacrones and speed up on his basic, and he uses his basic every turn. Um, I'm convinced that he's going to be able to off-meta something in 3v3. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that that'll be a thing. We'll, we'll see. Um, obviously, it's always just a wait-and-see thing, but there's... Uh, I don't know. This, this set is all about uh, being able to um being able to do a lot of damage on offense I, i'm i'm pretty excited for for this set actually um, yeah but but yeah but like it's it's all about crazy offense and even the thick crons like we're starting to be able to get through these thick crons anyways and to me it's it's just no different really like it, it's just gonna keep being um I think I think it's just going to continue being really tough or really strong. Like the the teams that needed a little more offense boost now have it. So now now we just have all these options. It's uh yeah. yeah. Anyways. Um all right, next question. <laughs> it's a TW question. I'm actually curious to get your to hear if because uh, you uh, from multiple of your guilds. Um so obviously there are TW rivalries in the gauntlet. Um, do you do your guilds have any specific TW rivalries? Like a, a guild that you've faced a few times and you're like, you know what? Screw these guys. Oh, uh, no, I don't care. Like, honestly, like it pisses me off to, to lose to some of the bigger guilds. Um, I don't really care about losing to them. I, I think I get tired of people like try like the people make narratives up and I'm like, how many times have I just not even caught this? And like, people are just talking crap, but like, you know, people are like, Oh yeah. Zareth was talking all this crap about beating us. And I'm like, I wouldn't, I don't care. Like I wouldn't say <laughs> that, but 
but like people get on you know get on my stream or they go you yeah. know like I, I get all this heckling and i'm like I, I don't hate your guild i kind of right now hate you a little bit because <laughs> you're, you're just annoying me you know but right. otherwise otherwise i i don't care man like like in either of my guilds i guess in some ways I, I find find myself highly amused by ando's antics against red machine so i've a little bit adopted that a tiny bit but <laughs> we've adopted the ando <laughs> yeah the ando um, hate but uh, like I, I don't actually hate them I, I don't know it's just funny to me i always send ando pictures of my gac wins against what's your what's your take well, on it i i mean we're in the gauntlet. so we're in the gauntlet so we face the same right. six teams no matter what and so we we do have rivalries um we do we see <laughs> you loves vg uh we we do arsenal that's you know well though part of that isn't like we don't the thing about like vg is it's not that we hate VG. It's just there's so few competition, and VG is one of the ones you have to you get to get up for. Like we enjoy the competition, and VG is one of the ones we enjoy going up against. I would say our rivals are more guilds that we would fight as we're coming up, and then they've fallen off while we have not. Like shot first, uh, Shadowlands shot first man it feels good to beat them or at least it felt good to beat them and now now we kind of expect to beat them um but for a little while it, it was though that matchup was fantastic and now it's kind of like uh okay <laughs> the magic is gone <laughs> yeah but so like for us it's it's kind of vg and uh Koi empire and ma au right now because they're, they're the three guilds that we face that we actually have a challenge for like Maw one is so far out ahead of everyone there there are the guilds that we we will plan for we will try and beat we will do our best to beat but if we don't beat when we don't beat them it's kind of like a yeah okay that makes sense like <laughs> a guild of 50 asops you know we're not we're not keeping up with that one um Oh yeah, it's like it's not it's not worth that level of investment anyway. Right. Regardless. Right. But I mean we do. We do legitimately try and we plan a board for him. It's just a Oh, look at that. We 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 couldn't get it. Like that's that's fine. I don't I'm not gonna worry about it type of situation. Uh um, absolutely. But we do we do have we did have those rivalries. I'm trying to think. If there's anyone in other guilds that have been in, I mean, there's been a few guilds where it's been like, oh, we we faced this these guys like three or four times, and it's always difficult. Let's uh, let's make sure we kill them. Um, <laughs> sure. Gauntlet guilds have lore books dating back like seven years of drama. Oh my god, it's so the the drama in some of the gauntlet guilds not all of them and a lot of people are new to the gauntlet and don't know the drama but like the people that have been there for three four or five years it's some of the the beefs are just stupid and petty and they just like accuse each other of the same things that they've accused each other for for the past five years and it's like well you did this in september of 2019 and it's like dude calm down <laughs> like 
<laughs> half the people in that that were in this guild weren't weren't even aren't aren't even playing the game anymore, and yet it it gets brought up. Um. So wild, wild man. It, it, it is. It's a, a lot of it's stupid, but it happens. Um. And for them, maybe it makes it more interesting. I don't know. I I get up for the 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 fights that actually make a difference that that are like a challenge not not for he called my mom you know fat or something like some of these are so petty <laughs> uh all right last podcast question which which buff debuff or mechanic that is currently unique to only one faction would you like future characters or would you like to give to future characters or reworks? Um, what what tag? Well, no. What buff? Like what mechanic? You know how each new character, need each new GL or faction gets their own kind of like unique thing. Um, uh, like the, the their unique debuffs, or you know. Right. Whatever it is. Um, are there any that's unique to one faction or one character that you would like to see spread some more? Um, I mean, you know what? I, I would like more things that stopped turn meter, actually. Um, I just, I, I find that there's a lot of solutions to, to turn meter problems. And, um, I mean that that's fine, I guess. I just uh to me the, the squads are always the most interesting when when they put a wrinkle in like that. All right. I, I uh, don't know. So something something to make it a little more challenging for me. I I don't know. Just uh yeah, like just Tuscans are a new flavor for me. It's it's fun in some ways at least. Even <laughs> as even as I don't use Tuscans. I don't know what. What do you think? What do you What do you want to do? Um, Tuskins are interesting because they're one of the ones that have this unique back with momentum and all that stuff. Um, I don't know if there's one. I like. I like keeping the factions separate a little bit, so I I don't know if I would want any current custom mechanics. I think the the Tuscan mo- mechanical momentum might be one of the most interesting in the game. But I don't want to see that spread to a bunch of people. Sure, yeah. Well, and I, I don't mean that we should just... Uh, yeah, that the, the, the Tuscan-specific mechanics should work. Uh, or should, right. I, I just... Um, I like that I like that they make everything... Uh, I don't know, different. Like, it's a twist on things. So... It is. It is, yeah. And that's what I, I, I like about them. What about... If you could add a Datacron ability to to a future faction, so it can't be one of the super OP ones, um, but if you could add a Datacron ability from any set to a future faction, what about that? What what would it be that you were like, you know what? This was fantastic. I wish we got more use out of it. Hmm. That's a good question. Um, <laughs> I... What my probably my favorite one that we had like there were a few of them that I really liked, uh, but I I really loved the dash, uh, just um, what was it endless cooldowns or something? It was uh, 
Yeah, you could just spam his AOE or something like that. It was uh I, I would do that, but I would make it so that everyone just like this this faction had to keep it for offense so that people could just put it on defense and be boring right. about it. Um I don't know. I'm not feeling that imaginative right now. Like there's there's probably a lot of good mechanics that I'd be like, oh yeah, that that's fine. Um yeah, I don't know. What about you? What do you want to do? So I think a fantastic one, which is ironic because I'm not going to use it on this Datacron set, but it is on this Datacron set of every time uh, the other team gets stunned by this character, they get a bonus turn. Um, and it has to. It would have to be something like the the stun was you know, a 50% chance on their basic or something like that. You know, we couldn't make it where they're stunning somebody every turn. But I think that is one of the less OP bonus turns that we have in the game that you could build into a kit. Like, it's it's not super OP, but it's just strong enough that if you put it into a good kit, it can really, it can really make a great kit. That's fair. That sounds fun. Indeed. Um, all right. So that's all mm. the podcast questions. Um, yeah, man. How'd your How'd your week go this week? <laughs> it was good, man. Um, I, I started at like right around the top hundred. It's like I was like number one hundred four or something. And um, my first week I went zero and three, and then I went three and zero the next week. Uh, and then this week uh, I was like, I don't, I don't know where we're going with this, but we, we just kept going. <laughs> um, I, I think my, the best thing about this, this whole season is uh, when I went on vacation, my first match was against Infinum. He's a streamer. Um, and I, I lost by very few banners and there were a couple of fights that I, I was like, got really bad banners because my kids came and distracted me or like, it, it wasn't, <laughs> You know, and I'm not gonna, I'm uh, not gonna like make excuses of like I should have won, but I, I know I could have done better. He, he deserved the win, absolutely, and he played, he did play very well. Um, uh, but, but he only beat me by like ten banners or something, and, and then, and then I ended up facing him. That was in week one, the, the last match of week one. That I ended up facing him, um, it in week three again, and I was able to uh, beat beat him pretty soundly. So I think that was my favorite favorite aspect of this week was uh you know I, I was able to to redeem myself to some degree and you know he's a good player he, he gets he gets to the top 10 pretty pretty regularly so uh, happy happy to get that win um I, I ended up going three and oh and now i'll i was number 50 exactly for this match then i won so i'll be in the i don't know 30s or something to start this week so 3v3 maybe i'll just uh have two weeks of a break who knows <laughs> i'll have the same number of wins this week during off week as i do the week after that <laughs> uh how about how about you solo how did your week go? um uh, i went two and one i finished i'm finishing six and three because so i did the old one one and two then three and oh then two and one um nice. i actually i feel really bad with this last win because i've won I won because of a bug, uh, which is so there. There's this bug out there, and it's rare, but I've seen it before where people will go into the board and they'll have a max score. Like, haven't done a battle, they'll just oh, go yeah. in and mm -hmm. have the max score. So, I kind of that kind of happened 
made this week, and I was on the I got the max score. Um, nice. You know, I, and so I won without doing a battle, and so I feel bad because you never want to win because of a bug. Like that's just kind of a right. crappy feeling. Um, you also you can't fix that. Like, you can't right. change that either. It, yeah, it, and it wasn't my fault. There was nothing I did. I literally there was nothing I did. I didn't touch my defenses between rounds. I haven't touched. I didn't touch my defenses for two full weeks. So like it was nothing I could have done. Um, it just happened, and I tried. So what I wanted to do is he attacked me, and he ended up not clearing me. Uh, and so what I wanted to do was clear him, and then. We could both be like, okay, well, you know, I got this max score, but look at this. I also, you know, I, I deserved the win essentially, except for apparently when you do attacks, when you have a max score, uh, your game crashes at the end of the attack because it tries to award you points that can't be awarded and your game just crashes. And so I won two battles like that. And then I was like, I'm not doing 11 of these battles. <laughs> so... I, I did not attempt to do that. Um, Such a random mechanic. I, yeah, it, it's... But I to be fair, I think I would have cleared him. I, I saw what he had, and I, I would have cleared him. At least I'm telling myself that. Um, I don't blame you for telling yourself that. Right. Uh, yeah, but so I, I got the win there. Um, I think that's going to put me top 100 this season. I think I, because we were in the top 200, like higher up in the top 200 when the round started. So I think I'm going to start 3v3 in top 100. Um, nice, man. That doesn't suck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, crazy bug. Where can I get that APK? I hear Ando sells them. Um, yeah, Mando's no. the best in the business at that. Um, realistically, I have no clue. Uh, I, I, I honestly have no clue how it happened. I don't. I don't want to know how it happened. I'm glad, or I hope it doesn't happen. Um, yeah, that that steals the all the joy out of it. It honestly. does. I'm, I'm glad it didn't happen to me. I I wouldn't want that. I mean, right. I, I, I know it, you didn't either. Right, and I didn't even get to attack. Like, that's the worst part. It's like, oh, I don't get to attack because my game is literally going to crash every single time. That's enjoyable. Um, <laughs> but it was super dumb. Yes, yes, it, it absolutely was. But, it, you know, is what it is type of situation, <laughs> I guess. Um, Chippy called the over under it uh, under four thousand. It's uh something fun we've been doing on the streams lately is we've been setting an over under that people use channel points to bet yeah. on, and um, it's funny to see where people's true loyalties are. <laughs> Chippy, Chippy may may have been following us for quite some time, but I don't know if we can put loyalty when it comes to voting against us. Um. <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't seem like one of his strengths. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, lo love Chippy. Uh, uh, but but yeah, I don't don't trust him on that. So <laughs> Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, Tommy bet against me and then tried to try to tell me that it was him who won it for me. 
So <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Keep uh, voting against me. That's good. Yeah. That was <laughs> nice of you. Um, yeah. All right. Um, all right. That's how our um, seasons went. Yeah. Uh, uh, what uh, what have you been working on solo? Nothing. I need these damn G GLA um, requirements, requirements to come in. Yeah, because I I know that there is going to be a heavy relic. Like I know that there's going to be a heavy relic um, requirement for some of these. Uh, just let me see them, please, so that I can finally start burning my my signal data. Um, I did actually, that's, that's sort of a lie. Um, I do hope, or I did give some gear to Phoenix because Phoenix with Rex are going to be disgusting. I gave relic levels to the Phoenix that were specifically called out in the, we're adding a second location to, uh, where these Phoenix can be farmed because I felt that was pretty safe bet that they're going to be a requirement for Leia. Uh, I did do that, so I, I just remembered that. What about you? Have you worked on anything this week? Uh, I I got cup leveled up. Um, on on my little account, we have, I now have, uh, I'm I'm just like a couple gear pieces away from getting Kyle Katarn to to gear thirteen. So I'll, I'll probably unlock Star Killer before the start of season three. Or season three, whatever the, the this three v three season, yeah. yeah. So I think that that's the more exciting thing uh, for me is just getting him, getting Star Killer unlocked on that account. Otherwise, yeah, the the main account is I keep I keep being annoyed because all of my uh, Relic Seven characters want to be Relic Eight, and they they have the little <laughs> bubble the bubble of death on them. The OC yeah. like, hey, you can upgrade me. I'm like, not now, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> see yeah see how that 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 ends up but uh, yeah i don't right. anticipate it going well of course yeah uh, uh yeah it's it's also been fun to see like i i have a relic eight wampa on my main account uh and yeah. then, and on my middle account my wampa has been relic five for as long as i can remember so now i'm experimenting with my little account how much uh relic three wampa can do and he can still do a lot of stuff. It's fun. That is, yeah, that is that is fun. Wampa, Wampa, honestly, is so good. Um, yeah, he, the best. He's the best man. Best Omicron, yeah. I think, probably. If I had to pick one, I mean, not pick one of like that I could take. That's the absolute best. But like, I, I don't know. As far as fun plus effectiveness on on all the different you know fronts, right? Like when the get what when you early game, middle game, late game, like. Yeah, it, he's just uh, he's very impactful. Uh, like even at the end game, sometimes you're like, "Oh, damn! I forgot I had Wampa. Let's use Wampa." Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Um. All right, we're we're right at the two hour mark. Look at that. It's almost like we're professionals at this. Um. Yeah, we haven't been doing this for very long. So. No, actually, I think the anniversary is next week, isn't it? I actually uh, meant to look that up um and then i didn't hmm. uh because it's it is 100 percent um in august i just don't remember the exact 
the exact mm-hmm. date. Um, my birthday's coming up. Maybe it's on the same day, and I don't remember for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we started on your birthday. Um, yeah, I agree. <laughs> but we we st- I we did start way back. Hold on, we can pull it up. Um, there's 227 episodes, so let's go to episode one. Apparently, we did not find that episode. Um, Spicy. Is it zero zero? No. Damn you! <laughs> I thought this was going to be easy. To <laughs> um, be, we're not we're not inviting you to any um like sex parties or anything. Sorry for your. He's uh he's he's congratulating us on our nuptials. So oh, I, I can well, only I, mean, I can only think that's his motivation is all. So clearly. Um <laughs> Spotify would have it. Be. I think we didn't get onto Spotify for the first couple of weeks though. Right. If I for, remember, yeah. right. Um mm-hmm. for a while actually, yeah. It was, yeah. Uh, shoot, I don't even remember what was there. What was our original host? Because now, now we have Podbean. It was wasn't Libsyn. Libsyn, there you go. Yeah. Let me yeah. see if I have that login still. I can maybe look at that somehow. Oh, look at this. Um, so Tico with a raid. Thank you, much appreciated. Welcome everybody. Oh, we were thanks. just trying to figure out when we actually started this podcast. It was oh wait episode. Hold on. Does it give a date? No, it's Spotify just says August 2019. Holy crap. Is it it's gonna be the four year anniversary? I think so. Wow. I mean, it makes sense if we're in the two hundreds. That that that's true. Mathematically it makes sense. Um but we've been pretty consistent too. We've missed very few weeks. I mean there have been some misses, but um right. Yeah, we just don't take that big of vacations, really. And our first podcast was 44 minutes and 57 seconds. Go oh, figure. yeah. <laughs> At some point, we were like, yeah, let's make it, let's talk longer than that. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, damn it, did we miss? No, that's to that. That's the last episode. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to dig into it. Um <laughs> bad foot um we could probably end the podcast at this point huh um <laughs> people were really excited to hear about this <laughs> they were <laughs> i could tell <laughs> right after we said we're professionals and then we're just we're just rambling like, and babbling yeah. um uh, what are we doing yeah uh oh wait here we go moss tagged me in chat so episode zero was august 9th so that was our first technical difficulty one august 13th of 2019 so wait is the the oh the 13th is sunday so next monday we'll have to do a big anniversary special Hmm. okay like we'll just talk about what we normally do and not do anything different yeah but in the title it'll say for your anniversary it'll be perfect Right, um, and, and that that isn't a title we use very much. So <laughs> some would say once a year. Um, uh, yeah. All right. So for all you podcast people, thank you so much for joining us on the eve of our four year anniversary. We really do appreciate it. And throughout this entire four it years, is. remember that evil has sucked. 
the whole time and, and the whole time you guys have not listened to me about not being dicks i need to just <laughs> stop telling you that <laughs> clearly not working oh <laughs> uh. Yeah, if someone's listened to every episode of our podcast, they've heard me tell them not to be a dick 200 times. And if that's not enough times, then I don't know what is. Yeah, right? (laughs) All right, guys. Take care. See you next week.